0: Hey moms, as we jump in today, I want to give you a heads up that this is part one of a two-part episode. We had so much amazing content to share here that we divided it up, so here's part one. Hey moms, welcome back to the Gather Moms podcast. We are cruising into the hundreds of our episodes and we are on episode 103. Let's do it. Hey, do you ever watch Fox News? Mm, no, no. <laughs> So the intro to this show that I watch on Fox News, the guy says the same thing every time. And as you were saying, welcome back to the Gather Moms podcast, I thought we do the same inflection every time. Every time. Like, I wonder if you could like lay the audio over it and and it would would just just be be, perfect. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you think that's annoying or endearing or (gasps) endearing? Mm. They love us. Let's hope. Okay. Well, anyway, welcome back. Um, We are so glad that you're here. We are in our season called Listen Sis, and I had an idea for this episode come to my mind because I had a doctor's episode, doctor's episode. Wow. Oh, let's do an episode on a doctor. (laughs) Okay. I had a doctor's visit recently, and it made me think of something we all think we have to do at the doctor's office, and we really don't. (gasps) What is it? That I wanted to share with you Take your clothes off. No, you have to wait. (laughs) You have to wait. Hold on. I'm going to tell you what it is in a minute. But it got me thinking, what are the other you don't have to's of life? Because, you know, I thought about making a whole episode about my like, you don't have to at the doctor's office. And I was like, you know what? I bet there's a whole bunch of you don't have to. So I started thinking about those. And so I put it on social to ask other mamas and women, like, what are the things you've subconsciously assumed It's something you have to do, but then found freedom when you realized you don't actually have to do that. Okay. So I gave them two examples. My first example was you don't have to have a Stanley cup. But I do. (laughs) (laughs) And I love it. And that's great. Makes me feel a part of the club. Uh, Okay. So (laughs) wonderful. But can you see how like people feel like? Well, I have to have one. Like if all these other cutie girls have one, then I have to have a Stanley Cup. Listen, we should talk about people that have too many Stanley Cups. They yes. don't just have one; they have five. Well, and then why do just, you need five? Can we be honest about the fact that we are all on cup overload at this point? Yes, which I saw. It wasn't a TikTok because I'm not on TikTok, mm. but I saw a video this week, and this lady put a shoe organizer on the back of her pantry door, and that's where she puts all of her cups she has so many. How can you use that many cups? There's no way. There's no way. You must never do dishes. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? And yeah. then you'd have a whole dishwasher full of literally stainless steel cups of some various assortment. Exactly. You know? But listen, we got to tell all these companies to stop giving us cups. Like, don't well, give me a cup. They do. I don't yeah. want a cup. They do. Okay, so we have a friend right now that's in Japan, and she sent me a picture. She was at the Starbucks in Japan, and they had the super cute Starbucks plus Stanley Wait, there's a Starbucks made their own Stanley. Well, I guess they did like a partnership, like a legit partnership. Yeah. It's a Stanley Starbucks. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Did she buy it? I don't know, but you know, that's coming to the U.S. So everybody saddle up because I got some friends that love their Starbucks cups. Yeah. Ooh. I know. So, but hey moms, you you don't have to. (laughs) But you feel like it's like these things, like we have to buy, you know? So, the other example I gave just to kind of get the ball rolling was you don't have to go on the field trip. Do you feel pressure? what was your feedback on that one? Well, I feel like I always just thought I had to go on every field trip, you know? And when I started working, that became especially challenging to like try and figure out how that was going to happen. And then, even like, then when you have kids that are like school age, but then you still have babies. And you're going on these field trips and you're pushing around a stroller Mm -hmm. and everybody's in a nightmare, you know? So I was picking Abby up from school last week and I guess it was field trip week at our school and this mom was in the office picking her kid up and she had another kid with her. And so the assistant was like, why are you picking up so-and-so early? And she was like, because I just went on that field trip, and I'm tired. <laughs> and I'm not waiting for school to end to get this other kid. So yeah, we're going home now. Yeah. I wanted to high-five her. Yeah, be like, good for you, girl. Good for you. There's yeah. no reason to come back to get that other kid. Yeah. Take him now. Oh, my gosh. I remember going to some, like, old colonial town or something with Lydia for her field trip and Caroline was a baby and I was pushing her around the stroller the whole time. And it's like not ideal. Muddy, for rocky, all the things hot. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and then the baby's upset. Oh my gosh. So anyway, then at some point I just, I had to, we had gone to every single kid's field trip, either Jeremy or I, and Lydia, my second kid had to go to the pumpkin patch without a parent. <gasps> was she devastated? No. <laughs> She was fine. <laughs> she was fine. I had friends in me, pictures that were with her. And here was my question is like, when did this become that we all have to go to all these field trips and have to go to every class party? Our parents certainly did not do that. We didn't have class parties, people. Okay. But we didn't even have these things. We didn't even have field trips. I don't remember going on a field trip. Dog, we had field trips, but we would have like two chaperones that went with the teacher. There would be like two parents. Now it's like every Twelve. single kid yes. has a parent, you know, and it's like, when did, why did we do this to ourselves? This does not have to be our reality. Go on I, your own field trip, go get a pedicure. Listen. And do you, if you love going to the Dallas Aquarium, And that is like the best part of your year. You go on with your bad self. Okay, but Abby's field trip this year is the Dr. Pepper Museum. Oh, that's fun. I'm definitely going. Okay. Because there's a free Dr. Pepper at the end of that field trip. (laughs) I am 100% sure. Are you off Dr. Pepper again or are you back on the wagon? No, I'm off. I just have it every once in a while. Okay. I think I've lost my love for it. (gasps) How interesting. But you know they say that when you go off stuff like that. You just kind of, when you drink it again, you're like, it's good. But it doesn't have the same thrill. Oh, I love that. I feel like that'll preach. I feel like that will preach. <laughs> About to write a Bible study on Dr. Pepper. <laughs> it's the next podcast. So, you guys, I got, I was so overwhelmed by the response to Me this too. request. Me too. Oh my gosh, they love this question. They, you know, and so like I started posting like some of the responses, but dude, I have pages and pages and pages of responses. I I could not believe how many people. Are you going to read them all to us? We want to know. No, I think it would be overwhelming. So... What I did is I took the feedback and I kind of put it into categories. (laughs) Of course you did. Of course you did. Organizational Kate categories. Because I feel like otherwise it's just too much. For this episode, I want us to work through some of the things, uh, but I thought it would be fun to kick it off with some that didn't really like fall into a category. Oh, good. There's some random. Yes. Okay. Now, here's what I want you to keep in mind. Some of these are spicy. Well, come on. We got to get spicy. Yeah, a little controversial. Let's do it. You know, might trigger some people. So everybody just get your big girl panties on, (laughs) just in case. But I think they all come out of a mama's freedom moment. That's right. Like where she had been feeling pressure and then was like, wait, I don't have to do that. Well, let's remember it's okay for her to feel that way. We yeah. all have to feel the same way. Right. These are like very negotiable things that we have made non-negotiables. Yes, yes. Okay. Okay. Here's, here's one. Um, you don't have to have a plant on your front porch. <laughs> Can you have an empty pot that you try to <laughs> grow plants in, but they don't live? Cause I got that. Don't you feel like you feel like you have to have a plant on your front porch and a wreath Did on you, your door? That's what I was going to say. Did somebody say you don't have to have a wreath on your front Nobody door? Nobody said that. Cause about, I feel like that's one too. Yeah. You have to have something cute on your front door. Right. That you have to have a plan. Okay, listen, I just made a wreath yesterday. I totally did this because I was like, I need something cute on my front door. But you enjoy doing that. I did, but at the end of it, I was like, why did I waste two hours of my (laughs) life (laughs) making this wreath? Nobody's going to come to my front door and see it. So then I feel obligated to take a picture and post it to social media so that people can see my wreath and appreciate it. That's hilarious. (laughs) That's a very real moment. I haven't done it yet, though. (laughs) That's very real. Real and raw. Yes, I agree with her. You don't have to. Okay. Get your toes and nails professionally done. Amen. But it's so nice. It's so nice. But I don't I don't feel the pressure to always have it done. I don't either. I'm pretty inconsistent. Like if I've got some margin and I can go and like have nails for a while. But don't you feel like you have to hide your feet till you get them done? Yeah. I guess. Like we're about to hit season where y'all are gonna see my heels i got to figure out how to get them crusties off my heels. Do you heels. have crusty heels? i got crusty heels. Okay. By God's really sweet grace, I do not get those. You never get crusty heels? No. See, that's not even fair. Yeah, I don't know. But they, you know, like some people you'll be like at the pedicure thing and they're getting out like a saw and it's like. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, they're like, they don't ever have to use that on me. I feel like that's when I get my money's worth. <laughs> Bring out the the tools. Bring them out. Let's do it. Yes. They, yeah, they use the little, you know, um, uh, cheese grater. They always use the cheese grater. It's the sander. You know, that little round sander that yeah. they... They I don't have it. to use that on me. I, love and I it. I'm so glad about it because I don't like that. Okay, everybody take a deep breath. It's got crusty heels. It's okay <laughs> for Kate to be blessed by the Lord, to not have bad I have heels. I plenty of other things that are <laughs> inflictions on me that you don't have. Like, you don't get pimples or zits at all. Yes, I do. No, you do not. Yes, I do. I pick them. Okay, well so do I. But then they end up being like they live with me for two weeks. I'm like, well here comes Diane. She's you know, putting up camp on my face. Oh, there's her friend Tina. You know. That's so funny. They live with me for a couple weeks. No, I sure do. I thought about that the other day. I thought I thought at some point in your life as a woman you stopped getting blemishes, but you don't. It's a for everything. Oh, and it's very rude. Very. I don't understand. Yes. Okay. So we did we did porch, we did toes and nails. Okay. You don't have to own clothing for each holiday. What do you think about that? Do you have clothing for every holiday? No, but I work in a boutique Uh where we sell clothing for For every every holiday. holiday. Yeah. And lots of people love their holiday clothing. Yeah. But don't you feel the pressure of like you're going to a Christmas party or something and you need to have like a cute holiday outfit. Do you not feel that? Oh, I thought you meant like the shirt or sweater that has the holiday on it. And that. Yeah, because I love having a red sweater in my closet just in case. Yeah, but I don't need a sweater that says Merry Christmas or. Happy. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, ho, ho. Yes, I don't feel the need to have that. OK, yeah, but I, th- I think I but I, we have so many teachers that listen. Yeah, they love their holiday clothing. Well, and that's part of the fun, too. But I feel like it can be like pressure, like, oh, well, I got to have a holly jolly sweatshirt, you know. OK, listen, if Old Navy's going to put it on sale, I'm going to buy it. On the same note, you don't have to decorate for every holiday. <gasps> Say it ain't so. <laughs> <laughs> like, are there people who feel pressure? And see, I used to, when the kids were younger, I did this. I decorated for Valentine's. I decorated for 4th of July. You decorated for 4th of July? Just put little flags in things. Oh my gosh, that's commitment. I mean, I love America, but. Yeah. I don't put flags up. I had like a little pack of flags and I'd do little, little things. That's so sweet. I mean, is it?
1: It's, it's a lot of work.
0: It's unnecessary. Okay. Okay. Ready for this one? Mm-hmm. This was a dancer. And, and all it said was the word homeschool. <laughs> you don't have to homeschool? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I got freedom from that real quick. But you know that this is coming out of like, she felt like she had to, like, to be a good mom, like maybe even a good Christian mom, she had to homeschool. And she was like, no. I don't have to do that. Listen, the pressure's coming on that one because I feel like it's growing the discontent with public school. Yeah. So it's coming for all of us now. Yeah. We're going to have to, and here's what I would say, you're not, it's not a camp. You don't have to go get in the camp and like put your tent up and live there. Yeah. You just ask the Holy Spirit to tell you if he needs you to do something different. And Uh if he does, you do it. If you don't just keep going on the field trip. I mean, it's fine. I'm with you (laughs) that that is right where it is. It is a year by year, child by child basis. That's right. It's geography based. There are so many factors that play into it. And what decision I need to make is not necessarily a decision you need to make. That's right. Okay, good. All right. I thought this one was interesting. You don't have to be the first in the school pickup line. Have you ever felt that pressure? I like being the last. I I like being the last. (laughs) I have always told my kids, even like it, you know, we go to a big church. So even at like VBS or things that we do in the summer. Oh, no, I'm racing at VBS. I'm getting out of the parking lot before anybody else. Okay, I always tell my kids, like if pickup is at noon, I'm like, y'all look for me at 1208. And then I'll walk into that <laughs> auditorium and find you, and all these other schmoes will already be out of here and waiting, and I can, no, we can take get our time. No, you're stuck in traffic. No, listen. Yes. No. It is so much more relaxed, because everybody's all frantic, especially that first day. I think moms like being first in the pickup line, because it gives them 20 minutes to like check social and listen to music and... Well, I think you, I don't know. This This has never been my thing. I'm not first in line to anything ever in my life. Oh, I mean, we could do a deep dive on that one, Kate. <laughs> I feel like we could. Yeah. So I don't fully understand this one, but I think from what this mama was saying is it's like a badge of honor. You know, that you're the first one. I'm the best okay, mom. Okay, that makes me want to do an experiment. Like, I want to go stand at my elementary school and take note of who's first in the line every day. Is there a competition? Are there, like, two cars that, like, race to get there? I don't who's know. Who's first? Interesting. This would be Can a great fifth-grade science experiment. I'm going to have ground. Abby do this for fifth-grade science. Don't, do they still do that? Do you have That's to do it? It's a science experience, man. Yes, It is. Come on. Mental health. How do you feel about yourself when you're first in line in the pickup? You know it's 2023 if the science experiments (laughs) are like, you know, psychology science (laughs) and not, you know, making volcanoes. grow. Yeah. (laughs) So I saw a friend recently, her daughter did what my science experiment was in middle school or sixth grade was which nail polish lasts the longest. That's a science experiment? Yes. So I took nails, like acrylic nails, I bought at the store, and my dad cut these pieces of wood for me, Uh and I glued the nails to the boards, and I labeled, like, which um, brand. Okay. And then I painted each nail with each brand, and then I, like, ran them underwater. I was going to say, did you wash their hands? Yeah. (laughs) Put them out in the sun. Like, I did all kinds of things to see which nail polish was the best. I love that. Isn't that fun? That is so fun. Yeah. I would have never thought of that, Yeah, uh, I think my dad helped me. I don't know. That's so good. Okay. okay so those are our randoms. Does okay. that make you feel good? Because now yeah. we're going to move into categories. I'm ready. Okay. What's the categories? So here's I feel the- like we're on Jeopardy. <laughs> Give me the first one. I'll take $200. Here's the thing. As we start thinking about the essentials and the non-essentials, you know, what we believe we have to, something came to my mind, um, a, a memory of mine. I remember being 20 and I don't know that I would recommend getting married at 20 and being a junior in college, but that was my life. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. it actually worked out great for me. But um, I remember being 20 and I was finishing my junior year of college and trying to plan my wedding. And I was telling my dad and stepmom, you know, how stressed I was. And I was basically complaining about how, you know, my life is so hard, you know. And my stepmom said something to me that has stuck with me since. She said, Remember, you chose this. No one has forced this on you. You don't have to do all of this. Oh, that's good. <laughs> How did you receive that? I didn't receive it well at the time. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, cause you're looking at, you want to blame everyone else or your circumstances for what's going on. Yes. But you know, later on I was like, Oh, wait a minute. I am living in stress of my own making. That's right. Yes. Cause we have things in life that are optional. Um, thing, And we have things that happen outside of our control that are not optional. Like we may get a diagnosis. Something may happen in our family. Something may happen with a spouse's job, right? There are things that are not optional that we have to navigate. And it's, there are things that are handed to us that are hard. That's right. But so much falls into the optional category. Agreed. Where we are living with stress and pressure of our own making or, you know, believing in something that our society or someone else has put upon us that we've now believed it's a, it's a non-negotiable, but it really isn't. Right. I agree with that. Okay. But that that's hard to hear. It's hard to hear. Because then I think you could feel guilty like, well, dang it, I shouldn't be doing all this stuff. But really, you just want to say, it's all right. Just decide today you're going to do it different. Yeah. Or just, yeah, as you're looking at it that you kind of go, hmm, okay. I actually have more control over this chaos that we're living in. Right. And this maxed out budget and this maxed out schedule. Yes. Right? Yes. I don't have to be doing all these things and buying all these things. That's right. Okay. So here are the categories. We're going to start rolling through these. Um, The first one, so I'm going to share with you my doctor's office. You don't have (laughs) to. Okay. I'm excited. Okay. So this falls under the body category. Oh, there's a body category. Okay. Okay. So my you don't have to is you don't have to look at the scale in yes. the doctor's office. Yes. I know I've shared this before. Yes. You but stand backwards. I stand backwards. So, you know, if, if you've heard this before, I have a history of, you know, disordered eating from when I was a teenager. Um, and I still make certain choices in order to keep myself free. And so um, from that time when I was struggling, the scale was a big bondage holder for me. You know, it kept me in bondage because I got on the scale every morning and every afternoon. Um, And so those numbers became how I felt about myself. You know, based on whatever number was there was how I felt about myself. And when I started getting free, I knew that I had to let the scale go. I just had to not know what that number was. That's right. Because it really didn't actually ever matter what the number was. It was never going to be good enough. Right. I always had to lose 10 more pounds. <laughs> yes. Truly. Yes, truly. Whatever it was. Yeah. Yes. So I have not looked at the scale. Um, I remember the nurse accidentally told me, I think when I was pregnant with Caleb, um, but then after that, I knew that I had to tell the nurses, hey, I, you know, even when you're pregnant, because they're monitoring that. Right. So then Jeremy would know. And he would look at that just to make sure I was in the safe range. Right. Um, But otherwise, I I never knew. And so when I go into the doctor's office and you have to get weighed, I just get on the scale and I put my back to it. And Do they ask you why you do that? They have asked me before. Or they'll say, I'm so proud of you for doing that, you know, or something like that. Yes. So sometimes we have a conversation about it. Um, But I'm always nervous that they're going to be like, say the number. And I'm like, no. Like, you need to wear those headphones that they put on babies when they go into concerts into the doctor's office and be like, I ain't taking these off till you done with the scale. Okay. Okay. So anyway, I think I'm in a much better place. Like if it did happen, everything would be fine. But that is just a decision I've made. So I Or you like- can be like me and you just know that doctor's offices are magically heavier okay. than every other scale in America. Yeah. So you just look at that number and go, yeah, that's not even true. <laughs> I'm definitely five pounds lighter than that. You feel really good about yourself. I love it. I love it. That's amazing. That's great. Okay. Um, And then the other one that came in I thought was really interesting is she said, you don't have to lose weight for family pictures. Yes. That's so good. Isn't that good? Yes. That's so good. You know, you feel like the family pictures are coming up, and you already have the pressure of, like, getting everyone's outfits and getting everybody's hair cut and yes. all the things that have yes. to happen. But then we also feel like, oh, okay, these pictures. Well, and it's not a healthy diet, because whatever you're doing is, like, two weeks before, so you're just yeah trying to get somewhere you can't stay. And I can pretty much guarantee you, when you look back on those pictures in 20 years, you're like, dang, I look good. <laughs> Because you know you're going to be heavier in 20 years, <laughs> and you and you really, I mean, even now, like I look back on pictures from 20 years ago, and I remember being all knotted up about yes. how I looked and stuff. I'm like, girl, I wish you could have been present in the moment, and not be so worried about. Is that. there like a hundred things that go with you? Don't have to with family pictures, though. Don't you feel like that's a whole category on its could own? Be a whole category, a whole one. I mean, let's be honest, you don't have to take family pictures. You don't. No. And you don't have to hire a professional photographer. You don't have to match outfits. You don't have to stand on a railroad track. You don't have to go to a park with like a really pretty tree in the background. (laughs) You don't. You don't have to buy that pair of shoes that you only wear in that picture, which nobody actually sees anyway because nobody's looking at your shoes and then never wear again. You don't have to make your husband wear a shirt that he hates that he's never going to wear again. Except... Unless you plan plan your family pictures around your husband's outfit and you're like, What will you wear? Uh-huh. All right. The rest of us will dress, <laughs> dress accordingly. Basically how it goes. <laughs> Our first real family pictures, Jeremy and I had gotten in the biggest fight. Yes. The photographer wanted to take the pictures at like eight AM. Yes. Oh, I think I remember those pictures. Are you on a picnic blanket? Yes. They're gorgeous. They're, the lighting was beautiful. They're gorgeous. <laughs> And we got such good pictures out of it. But I remember, you know, she was like, put your arm around her. And we're like, oh, I'm so (laughs) mad at you right now. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Listen, the last family pictures we took, the lady was so sweet. She put us in all these poses. And you have no idea how the picture is looking because you're just moving your arm where she says... At the very end of the photo shoot, I said, can we just take one more picture? I said, I just love faces. Mm -hmm. Can we just all put our faces together? Uh It was my favorite picture. I was like, I could have done that on my iPhone. Uh, Right? Portrait mode, let's go. Portrait mode. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We love you professional photographers. Actually, yeah, I mean, for sure. But, you know, it's just a lot to plan and navigate. Our last Christmas cards that we sent out, I mean, that's a whole nother you don't have to. By the way, this could have been a whole series, couldn't it? A whole it? series. But you don't have to take pictures and send out Christmas cards. But when I did, I just used a photo from my iPhone. Right. And put that on and made a little postcard and sent out. And people those out. love it. And They great. just want to see your face. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay, so that's the body stuff. The next category is clothes and stuff. So I actually had a lot of comments that said, um, like, people listed specific brands that they felt like they had to have. Oh, okay. I have a real bougie friend, and she lives, she's like, I mean, you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, girl. <laughs> she's like a Dallas housewife, like she could be. Okay, yes. Yes. Come on. what she got? One of hers was, you don't have, and she named some specific bag. She knew exactly what it was. I'm not going to remember it, but it was some Louis Vuitton bag. Oh, So, like all these moms she runs with, they all have this very specific bag and she feels like she's supposed to have it, you know? It costs $499. Excuse me. Add three zeros to that. Wait, $4,000. Yes. Do you know how much those bags are? Yes, you are kidding. People, send me the check. (laughs) I need it for college. Stop it. I had another friend that said she felt like she had to have the Grey Goose sneakers. I've been really wanting those Veja sneakers. What's, I can't... Oh, is it got the V on the side. Yeah. I never knew the name of that. I just They're knew it was a V. They're so cute, Um, but I cannot find them anywhere. They're all sold out everywhere, but yes. it's like, have to have them. Are they 4,000? No. Oh, okay. No. They're much more reasonable. And I wear sneakers for a long time, and I really like sneakers. You do. You enjoy your sneakers. Yeah. You so should, I'm fine with that. it. Yes. But, you know, it's then I was like, wait... Why do I care about, do I really care about this particular, or do I just want to have them because Meghan Markle wears them? You know what I mean? Does she? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> okay, Megan. Okay. Um, But I think, it, and then people talked about, like, with their kids, too. You know, like, I feel like I went through a phase with Caleb where I felt like he had to have everything Under Armour, mm-hmm. or everything Nike, mm-hmm. or everything. You know, that they have to be wearing some brand, some specific brand of stuff all the time. Yeah. Do you feel do you feel that pressure? I'm just cheap, y'all. I'm just so cheap. But your boys, do they still love Adidas or have they moved on? But they love it. Yeah. It's not cuz I love it. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a kid pressure where they think they need to have the Nike or the Under Armour or whatever it is. But I just we need Jed needs new shoes and he was like, "Okay, well, I'll find them online." And I was like, "No, no, no. Let's go to Academy and look on the clearance aisle." <laughs> what like, really? That's hilarious. Like, mom, I'm not wearing those. <laughs> I just can't. I, I, I I don't know. No, I feel like you were very confident in your jumping beans line from Kohl's. I love it. (laughs) I love Sonoma. (laughs) I do. All my Sonoma moms out there. Shout out. (laughs) Yes. Okay. The next one. And this one, people came hard for this category. Like this might've been the most commented category. Oh good. I'm excited. What is it? Can you take a guess? Oh, okay. It's the category. It's no, not huh. the actual the thing. Category. We've Something done body. We don't done have clothes, to do. We've done exercise. Oh, okay. Actually, I did <laughs> have somebody comment. You don't have to exercise. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Who is she? I want to be friends with her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is birthday parties. Oh, yes. And the birthday you don't, don't have to's of birthday parties. Um, so basically, it was all this stuff about you don't have to have these over the top birthday parties. Right. Right. Um, and I'm so thankful for that. You know, I feel like we had, I don't know, I don't know if people, if I've got, if I've gotten past this and this is still a thing, or if people are still, still feeling the pressure to have like customized labels for water bottles Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you know, everything like custom branded for that particular birthday party. Do you feel like we're still doing that? No, I'm seeing it, but I don't see it for, I see it for little kids. It's like up through age five. Yeah. And then I feel like. The parents take a detour, and they're like, what are we doing? We should stop doing this. Yeah. And they don't do it anymore. Yeah. But my spicy take is it's gone to baby showers now. Mmm. That's true. I feel true. like baby showers are now the everything has to be customized. You're yeah. trying to, like, make it better than the next one. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we just showed up La, Mad, La Madeline. We brought diapers, and, like, sure. everybody ate, like, a salad. I don't know. Girl. That was That's all we did. That was the best showers. <laughs> and... Don't spend your money on decorations. Give it to me in a check so I can buy baby stuff. For sure. And these gender reveals. Yes. Do I feel you? like I missed out. Why didn't I get to do a gender reveal? Do you remember when you came over here and took pictures when we did our poppers with the pink? No. You came over. Yes. No, I don't remember I had that. Caleb and Lydia, and I had gotten them these little poppers to let them know like what we were having. So it's the four of us standing in our front yard. You came over and took pictures. I don't know how you do not remember this. I don't. For this at all and you also took video and so we pop them in their pink saying we're gonna have a little baby girl and you watch caleb's face and the pictures go from big smile to just absolutely he just breaks down into tears He's so sad he was so sad about it oh, yeah i don't remember that so I'm telling i got you, the I, tail I end wrong with of my brain the gender reveal um but professional made birthday cakes was on the yes. birthday party thing Um, And having just done a party at Urban Air, oh, my gosh. Like, I just wish I could have just put that money in, like, her college savings account. Yes, they're (laughs) so expensive. They're so expensive. I agree. Today's episode is sponsored by the Revetta Home Team, and we are so thankful for Amanda and Mark Revetta. They generously sponsored a Mama Necklace for each of the moms that attended our podcast live, and they both make up the Revetta Home Team. Amanda is a top producing realtor with Coldwell Banker and her husband Mark is a mortgage loan officer with True Star Mortgage. Together they have all of your home buying and selling needs covered. They give you the utmost ease in buying and selling all while helping you save money. To reach them you can email them at revetahometeam at gmail.com and Revetta is spelled r-a-v-e-t-t-a so reach out today. And today's episode is also sponsored by Sideways Barbecue at the Harbor in Rockwall. Sideways Barbecue was so kind to give our moms amazing mac and cheese to go with their dinner at our podcast live. And I know you're probably thinking that you give your kids mac and cheese all the time, but this is an elevated mac and cheese. And you pair that with some amazing barbecue and you have got the best meal. So please go visit Sideways Barbecue at the Harbor and tell them Gather Mom sent you.